Howdy-do, I'm James Baquet, also known as the Temple Guy. Number nine on the Saigoku pilgrimage is a single hall in a formerly great, but these days diminished temple in Nara. It also happens to be a 15-minute walk from Todaiji, home of Japan's largest statue of the Buddha. We'll visit both, plus one more, in this episode of... Temple, temple The ninth stop on the Saigoku Kanon route, see episode 044, is the Nan-en-do, an eight-sided hall that can be taken in in its entirety in about three minutes. Kofuku-ji, where it's located, has around a dozen buildings of note today, most of which were built in the 12th to 18th centuries, but it was once home to around 175 buildings and was one of the seven great temples of Nara, which itself was the capital of Japan from 710 to 794. The name, Nanendo, means South Circular Hall, with its eight sides rounded off in the name, and contrasting it to the Hokuendo, or North Circular Hall. Built in 1741, though perhaps founded in 813, it houses a statue of Kannon, earning it its place on the circuit. It is the only Saigoku temple located in central Nara. The temple itself is dedicated to Shakyamuni, the historic Buddha. Kofukuji was founded in 669 in what is now Kyoto, was moved to what is now Kashihara in Nara Prefecture in 672, and arrived at its current site in Nara proper in 710, the year Nara became Japan's capital. Its fortunes rose and fell with those of its patrons, the often powerful Fujiwara clan. Like many Japanese temples, it has been destroyed many times by civil war and fire, and some of its lost buildings are even now being rebuilt, a major one, the Chukondo, or Central Golden Hall, having just been completed in 2018. It's the connection with the Fujiwaras and the temple's former prominence that accounts for Nanendo's being on the Saigoku circuit, despite being just a Kanon hall. Somebody pulled some strings to ensure that whatever other vicissitudes it may have suffered, the temple could always boast a certain amount of popularity for this reason alone. Today, Kofukuji is national headquarters of the Hoso, also called the Yogacara or Consciousness-Only sect, which we mentioned in episode 085. The sketchy notes I took regarding my photos on the day of my official visit seemed to indicate that I strolled past the Nanendo and took literally one picture before moving on to the massive Todaiji. I didn't even shoot any of the other buildings on the grounds. However, I'm sharing two pictures that I took on a subsequent visit. To make up for this deficiency, I've done something for this episode that I almost never do. I scanned a picture of the hall's kanon from one of my guidebooks, even though I didn't actually see it. The hall is open only one day a year, and I missed it by over a month. The statue represents an unusual figure, called Fuku Kenjaku Kannon, or the Avalokiteshvara with a never-empty lasso, or unfailing net. One of her six hands, perhaps the bottom right in the photo but with the rope missing, holds a rope used to catch erring souls and lasso them into enlightenment. This is an esoteric form of the Bodhisattva of compassion. And that, as I often say, is that. But wait, there's more! On that very same day, my friends and I pushed on to Todaiji, home of that big Buddha, and Horyuji across town. With Kofukuji, these two make up what one website calls the Big Three Must-See Temples of Nara. Let me just give you the highlights of each. Todaiji, home of the big Buddha, lies on the eastern side of the city of Nara. It really is just a 15-minute walk from Kofukuji, a stroll through Nara's Deer Park, inspired by the one in Sarnath, India, where the Buddha gave his first sermon. The deer are charming and sometimes aggressive, but it's just so cool to see them roaming around. 
The Buddha and the hall we see today are the result of repairs and rebuilding over the centuries. The current hall, magnificent as it is, is said to be a third smaller than the original, and the hands and head of the Buddha were replaced in the Momoyama and Edo periods, respectively. That's 1568 to 1615 and 1615 to 1867. This detracts not at all from its splendor. It has been my delight to visit Todaiji on at least three occasions. The temple has for centuries been the national cathedral of Japan. The big Buddha is, of course, the temple's big draw, but not to be missed are the huge statues of the figures called in China Hung and Ha, but in Japan the Kongo Rikishi, or the Nio, two kings, found in the Nandaimon, or Great South Gate. See episode 027 for more on these figures. They are magnificent. But, being located behind chicken wire, to keep away the pigeons, they're a little hard to photograph. Each stands nearly 28 feet tall, and their dynamic poses increase the awe one feels when looking up at them. So does the fact that, unlike their counterparts in other temples, they face in to the space between them rather than out towards approaching visitors. This increases the apprehension one feels in passing through. During a 1988 restoration project, a number of documents and sutras were discovered inside the statues, presumably placed there when they were carved in 1203, supposedly in just 69 days. The gate itself was finished at the same time, and stands over 83 feet above its stone pedestal. Passing, with caution, these fearsome figures, we approach the compound containing what's claimed to be the largest wooden structure in the world. The Daibutsuden, or Great Buddha Hall, is 187 feet wide, over 160 feet deep, and 160 feet high. The figure inside of Vairochana Buddha, my favorite, is comparably large, sitting nearly 50 feet tall. He is impressive. His face is 17 and a half feet tall, his eyes 3 feet 4 inches wide, his nose 1 foot 8 inches long, and his ears 8 feet 4 inches high. For fun, there's a hole in one of the building's pillars, to the right and somewhat behind the seated statue. It's supposed to be the size of one of the great Buddha's nostrils, and they say that if you can make it through this small hole, you're guaranteed instant enlightenment. Seems only school kids are going to get it. Another visitor asked me to try it. I struggled to figure out how to say Jaws of Life in Japanese. I've visited a dozen or so temples in Nara proper, but as this one rounds out the big three, and I visited it on the same day as the other two in November of 1999, I'll toss it in here. Horyuji is one of the many temples located on Nara's quieter west side. I love this place. The first time I came here, I met a group of Japanese-Korean students, third generation or more in Japan. Their teacher was explaining to them that this temple wouldn't be here if Korea hadn't sent Buddhist missionaries. Unquestionably one of the oldest temples in Japan and claiming the oldest wooden buildings in the world, Horyuji is a masterpiece. I'll just share a couple of pictures, and then we're done. And that really is that. Until next time, may you and your loved ones and all sentient beings be well and happy. Adios, amigos. Why don't you check out the newsletter, which is the show notes for this episode, number 089, at templetales.substack.com. It has pictures and links, and at that address, you'll also find the archive with all of the newsletters. I think it'll make you happy. In the next episode, visit an ancient pagoda and an exemplary collection of statues at Shanghai's Longhua Temple.